It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get and welcome to the UPX Podcast, folks. My name is TD, T Davis. AKA Trent, for people who don't know. And I am joined today by a special guest, Yud Luger. Is that how you pronounce it? Yud, Yud Luger? Yud Luger? Uh, yeah, I'll say Yud Luger, but you can say how you want. It's, uh, it's a made up word, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> hi, good morning. How are you doing? Good, good morning, man. Uh, so, B Dag is my normal co host, as I'm sure everybody knows. And um, he's been on a little vacation. Um, I've been on vacation out. It's a pretty hectic month for us. But um, I'm glad I posted in the uh, general chat in the Upland server because here we are. Had I not said anything, this wouldn't have happened. So I'm super happy that we got, we got the special episode going. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, I guess the first, how was, uh, what's been happening? When's the last time we recorded? We've had a lot that's been going on, right? They've had additions to the app, um, events, uh, contests, all kinds of stuff. What can you tell us about the last week or so? Yeah, so I, mean, I listened to the last episode yesterday. So it was it was just before they released the Chicago and the Cleveland collections in Santa Clara. Yeah. So you were, you were doing your collection speculation. And I, I think you used the phrase... If we do well, people will either think we've got insider knowledge <laughs> or we're very smart. And I, I, I think uh, I think there may be some some hints. <laughs> uh, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's go smart, eh? But uh, yeah, so that that was the first thing. I, I guess I guess the big thing from the Chicago collections was there was no magnificent miles still, right. or even Michigan Avenue in in general. Yeah, but I, 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 I guess uh, too stupid, and thank me later covered that a little bit. Right? Yeah, man. How about that Damon Av call? I can't believe that. That's just. I've been pretty lucky in the past, but that one has got to be by far my luckiest, especially because I was buying them on the actual episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I heard anyone bring that one up. That was <laughs> right. Totally left field. Yeah. All right. Cool. We got some. Guests joining, least comic standing. Uh, so the app, ha I noticed when I loaded it up, and I could share my screen here. The there's a new button on the app. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So the event. So I mean, this is something that's been in feedback quite a bit because I, I guess one of the issues was always if you weren't in the Discord, it was quite hard to keep up to date with what's going on. There was a lot of stuff that the announcements were done outside of the app i suppose so they've added this events button which is basically a hyperlink it's sort of on the the right hand side of the screen below yeah. where you'd get the challenges and your dividends button right yeah and, and it takes you to i think it takes you to upland.me forward slash events yep sure does yeah so i mean it, it's fine I, I think it would maybe it maybe would look a bit neater in the in the quick quick access menu at the bottom, it looks a bit looks a bit busy on mobile. I think that little button, but right. on the desktop version, on the desktop version, it's fine. It, it fits in nicely. 
Yeah, it does. I would like to see this, and, and I know that's probably on their roadmap, but I would like to see this information in the app and not force the users to, uh, even if it's your own website, sending them, mm. if they're in the mobile app, opening up a, a web page is not very user-friendly because then you have to like toggle your apps to get back into the game. It sends you out. It's It's better than nothing, without a doubt. Uh, and I think there could probably be um, some nice benchmarks that they can hit on on improvements like bringing it all in app um, along with notifications for when things are going off and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is great. Um, so we see on here uh, the standard challenges started, I think, today, right? Yeah, it was like 9 a.m. Pacific time, I think. Right. And that's the which which ones are those again? So it's the three. There's the Rising Star, which is the most collections. There's the Great Start, which is a visitor who gets the most visits from other people. And then there's the People's Jump, which is visiting visitors. So I, I think I th I've had a few DMs today asking me to go and go and visit people, but I'm in the wrong wrong side of town at the moment. I'm in San Francisco, and there's there's not many to go to. Right, I and they added they added winners, right? Like there used to be. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they've added Spark as well. So yeah. it used to be it used to be the top three, I think, on these. So it's now the top fifty, oh, wow. and it's not Spark to all fifty, I don't think. But I I think there's like zero point one or zero point two Spark to the to the first place. Yeah, I think so. I, I haven't caught up completely with it, but I have some bad news for everybody who is competing. Uh, <laughs> I, I regretly inform you guys that Chica will be coming out of retirement to reclaim her People's Champ title. If you guys didn't know this, she's like, how many times have you won, honey? Six, seven, eight times? Six times, I think it is. Yeah, it was in a row as well. Wasn't it? There was a point where it was just dominated. Right. Yeah. But I, yeah, I've I've pulled up the tables. Actually, I, I was wrong. It is it is Spark to the full top fifty, albeit wow. zero point zero one at the bottom end. Wow. Um, but there's no Spark for the Great Start Challenge. That's just UPX. Yeah. So this is going to definitely get some people excited and in, in, in the app and doing things. I didn't, I didn't know that now that I'm hearing that it's top 50 and everybody gets spark. I might have to, I might have to jump in this too. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Cause it, they are usually competitive, but I'm not sure there's 50 people's worth of competitive. It may be a, <laughs> right. it may be a ni nice little, nice, you know, 15 minute job you might be might be there yeah and there's upix prizes all the way down look at that i wonder if they so it says 47th i wonder how many upix prizes they're paying out because i know that when you see that amount it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what that place is paying it's split amongst anybody tied or in a certain range so i'd be curious yeah to see. so I mean, the, these tables aren't the easiest to read, but the way they've done it, they've done it by brackets of one to eight, but then there's a different number of winners for each bracket. Oh, gotcha. So gotcha. Bracket, brackets one to four are the top 10, and then then it's in groups of 10. So bracket five is 11 to 20, you get 5,000 up X. And then 
41 to 50, it'll be 2,000 up X. But you're right, there could, there could be quite a big tie at the bottom of those, couldn't there? Yeah, there could be where they're not getting a whole lot of upics, but hey, they're getting spark, and that's what's that's the coolest thing about it. That's super valuable. Um, all right, did you? Hey, did you participate in the uh, the Upland Cards Burn event? I didn't know. I do, <laughs> I do have quite a lot of Upland Cards, but I I didn't have a hundred, and I didn't really feel like buying them to do it. Yeah, I I, was, I had I to. I went out and well, I had to buy them. I unstaked them from our planet where they were at, and I think I had maybe like at least half of them. So I had to buy the other half, and when once I calculated all the odds, see, I don't know why I do that. Like normally, what I'll do is is I'll I'll calculate the price of things and then look at what I could potentially win and weigh my risk risk reward. And then, mm. like, you know, with the idea of, like, this will make my decision. But I always end up doing it. Like, I don't know why I waste all that time. Like, I get FOMO and end up doing whatever it is that, you know, was the question, which happened here as well. And I think it was, there were 12, uh, 12 NFTs that you could burn to. Ten of them were legendary and two were mythic. Does that sound right? Yeah, it was, I, I don't know, to be honest, but... Uh... It was either a legendary or a mythic that you received. Yeah, and the odds just weren't. You would you would make out it was worth it if you got a mythic, but it was not worth it monetarily if you got a legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, I got a legendary and I threw it back in our planet. But I'm glad that they brought that co- that count of those commons down because the way the our planet pool works is the less of them that are staked, the more people are earning on them. So we probably saw at least a, a one ether per hour increase, mm. or at least a half. I don't know. I guess I didn't look, but yeah, that was pretty pretty awesome. And they announced that the NFT portal is coming in in a few yeah. weeks. So they kind of snuck that in at the end of the Upland update. I don't think <laughs> yeah. there's been a, a written announcement in Discord, but X One mentioned it right at the end of it. So I, I think I think his wording was in the next coming weeks. Um, and that that's they've said upland cards will be the first that you'll be able to bring them bring them in with i don't know if it's one way i don't know if we can bring them in and out um but that'll be that'll be an interesting step for me yeah i'm super excited for the for all the possibilities that they can bring and i know a few people that have gone pretty heavy on on their speculation like all of the uh the cars and you know just specific items that they are speculating of having in-game value and the fact that we're going to start seeing this come to fruition right like we'll be mm. able to import them and then and then what and you know um just think of all of the uh the third party applications that that's going to open up also right if we're able to see if a particular upland player is holding an nft whether it be a wax NFT or, or a Matic NFT or, um, you know, from what I understand, it's going to be multi-chain, right? And so that's yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, the, the, the big thing for me, I guess we might get on to talking about the potential partners that have been hinted at, but right. I like if, if, the, if the route goes both ways and you have the possibility to buy 
NFTs of partner brands in Upland, particularly if you can buy it with your UPEX and then send them out and sell them somewhere else to me as well. That's quite a nice alternative to the property fear out. It, it, It almost... It takes away one of the main criticisms of that in that you need somebody to come in and buy you buy your properties. If you can just go and buy an an NFT that you can only get in Upland right. and then go and put it on a marketplace somewhere, that's yeah, that would be quite quite a quite a big change for me. Yeah, it'd be very lucrative. And uh, just speaking of that, uh, the fiat out, I, I was a little bit critical of their restrictions in the main Discord recently and for those of you who didn't see it uh just my issue was that um the the latest i I was being a spoiled brat if i'm being completely (laughs) honest right so i've been in fiat out since like the pre-alpha like i was the one of the original 30 and so i've had it a certain way for a very long time and then they went and changed that and and took things away from me and so like a child i threw a little temper tantrum about it um and Mm. the, the the restrictions that have been like they're there for a reason and i know and i know this right and i guess my complaint was that like the people that you knew knew how to respect this and 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 do it right have been doing it that way for a very long time we could have grandfathered them in and you you didn't um but Mm. long story short there they were just temporary and the uh um like the 30 day in the in the um maybe even the FSA restrictions, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's like six months that it can right. be. Yeah, so all of those were temporary, and uh, per X1, they're going to be you know, looking to change those, which is great. It's great news mm. um, because, they, are, in my opinion, they, just, they are a little too strict right now, and it doesn't, doesn't really uh, follow the model of many of the other play-to-earn games, right? Because I think a lot of us are involved in, in many play-to-earn games and uh, I know Upland being in the U.S. is a big reason why it's it is as it is with the restrictions and sure. moving the the uh, token out. But there is going to be a lot of opportunity. I feel like like you just mentioned for people to actually really start bringing in decent revenue on a regular basis, which is super exciting. Yeah. So what else do we have going on? Oh, you know what I saw? I saw, I got to go find it. I saw a building that required like 60 spark or something crazy like that. Do you know which building I'm talking about? Are you talking about the landmarks? (laughs) Yep. So it's the... It's the ferry building, isn't it? It's one one ferry. It sure is. Because there's two that they've. I think they did this. Did they put in the model for Coit Tower as well? So I didn't. I haven't seen it, and so I, I don't. I don't think. I think it might be Sanctum owns it. Maybe it's somebody like that. I don't think they've started the building on the other one, but I think the model is there, ready for them to do so. Right. So I knew that they were going with Girardelli Square, which is uh, owned by Mixplick. Uh, the Ferry Building, which is owned by Jones. And I think Hoyt Tower was not Sanctum. I think it was uh, somebody who might not be very active, which is... Yeah. All right. 
this had to get us a nice little angle here before I shared it. But you, if in the if you go to that handy new Upland events page, it's still got the article up about this, so you can see the two models in the screenshot there. So they do have the model for Coit Tower that you can see at that point. Yeah. Um, but it, it is it is the ferry building and Coit Tower that they've done so far. Oh, so it was <laughs> it was it was the square that they omitted this time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Here's but yeah. Up. So I, I saw Jones. I saw Jones posting in uh in the general Discord. He, he wanted to make it a sort of community build, and he was asking for five hundred people to stake zero point one spark or something along those lines. I, I once once I have a bit free, I'm gonna throw it on. But uh, yeah, that, it's not that far it? away, actually, is it? Oh yeah, dude, too I long. Have let's do this right now. Jones, here you go, buddy. I'm about to drop. Oh, maximum stake is seven, seven, seven. Why is it giving me an issue? All right, there you go, buddy. Well, drop seven point seven on it for you. <laughs> maybe nobody else can join the community build. I think you've just filled it all up, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Is that how it works? I don't I, even know. I, I think there is a maximum, but who knows what it'll be. Yeah. So this is super cool. I, I love that it's scaled out. Like to me, this looks right. The, the, some of like the apartment buildings and they just didn't look right, whether or not they were mm. to scale or not, they just didn't look right all the time. This looks perfect. I, yeah, I love this. And I think that this is going to look, it'd be so cool once it's done. So I guess I can go look for Coit Tower, right? Last time I looked, it wasn't being built. Yeah. So that's where I wonder if the owner has to click a button. Fu Manchu. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they they need to initiate need to it. The as if I think, presumably, the same way you would on any other building. I assume yeah. it's the same same mechanism, so they'll need to start stake a, a minimum spark to it. Oh yeah, look, we got mixed plick in the uh, the chat. Why didn't they? Uh, how come they're not building your landmark, bud? What's going on? <laughs> awesome. Um, libraries, Oakland libraries. What can you tell me about that? So yeah, I, I guess I guess they've taken approach here that's been commented a few times, but they have to an extent given them away in multiple different methods. So we've seen a few different. We saw a couple of challenges. We saw some straight up raffles. We saw a reverse auction. We saw a spark store. Uh, sorry, a store sale of them. So there was quite a few of them, I guess, in total, but we saw them distributed in various different manners, which I kind of think is okay. I don't mind that. I, I kind, I think, however they do it, people are always some people are going to have an issue with wh whichever method they choose. So I think it's reasonably smart to try and do it in a few different ways. Yeah, and hey, look at this. I'm in. Uh... Oaken right now. I saw an announcement about this. Look who owns this train terminal here. 
110. Okay. Oh, wow. So what ha- if you so that just for uh, our listeners who can't see our screen, so this is Oakland term train terminal one of ten, and the property is owned by X One the Gamer. Um, so this this particular train terminal has quite a history and it's in a little bit that involves myself and uh, a user by the name of Clever Name. Um, it's really quick. I could tell you the history on it. So somebody minted this property that wasn't supposed to. Um, they, they did a, a giveaway and we saw the winners. I think it was wheel of names, if I'm not mistaken. And then somebody whose name was not on that winner's list ended up minting it. And clever name and I were determined to figure out how they were able to do that. How did they, how did they, how did they mint something that was locked for a specific player and long, long, long story short. We not only figured it out, but in that process, we came to find that this person didn't even do anything malicious. It was just a, a, a small error in the logic of the code. So when they set a property to be locked by a certain player and only that player can mint it, <clears throat> well, the what they didn't, they didn't think of is what happens if that player doesn't go directly to that property first and mint it. And what happens if they click on another property? Because when you click on a property to, to buy it, that immediately locks it. And that's how you prevent like two people from minting the property at the same time while like, you know, there's that asynchronous stuff going on with mm-hmm. the blockchain. So when they must have went to a different property, clicked the buy button, and then that unlocked the train terminal because you can only have one property locked at a time. And then I guess that that's when that player... Fortunately, found that property uh, available and minted it, the train terminal. And uh, for whatever reason, it's taken this long for them to get it back. But that's what you're seeing now. Um, It's going to be burned. So it's going to be burned now from X1's account and then re-put on the map, I believe. And so then we'll see, as you guys can see, there's two terminals here that are unminted. There will then be three. So one, eight, and nine will still be available. And I would imagine that they'd give those away. Did you have have you ever owned yeah. a terminal? No, I haven't. Not not something I've managed. I, I I think I was quite close when they did the San Francisco airports. Uh, that was I think that's the only time I've had enough liquidity on hand to actually try and mint one. Um I was close in one of the, maybe the Cleveland store sale. I think I was 15th in line and I was one too far away. So maybe, maybe the next one I'll get there. I've never, I've never looked at buying one on the secondary. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't know that I would want one that bad, but I was lucky enough to finally get uh, a Chicago one, which uh, I immediately flipped it and I have no regrets. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now I'm looking at X One the Gamers account to uh, see what else he owns. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, oh, yeah. the, the, the others are not as spectacular as the the terminal. He's got he's got a sunset collection and some stuff in Fresno. That's, uh, right. Yeah. So I think that, and I bet you, if you were to go back and look through that account like even deeper, that you'll see that those properties were 
all precede his employment with Upland. I'm almost certain mm. that that's the case and they uh, likely haven't been touched soon. But yeah, if I remember correctly, X1, the gamer, was in fact the gamer and played Upland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started, but he, uh, he doesn't. He, he, minted the, he minted a Cleveland property on the 26th of July. I wonder if it's, he doesn't live in Cleveland, does he? Has he gone and bought his house? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. No, I don't think so. Yeah, um, yeah. It was like other than that, you're right. It's all like November 2020. Yeah, I wonder what that's about. We should ask him. Nice FSA property too. Interesting. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, the summer game contests. Did we talk about that? They did some block explorers too, I think, right? Yeah, so th there's an issue with these block explorers, isn't there? Because there was one <laughs> of these one of these contests. I think it was the treasure hunting one. I believe it, they put in a, a tier of treasure hunts for summer games chests. Again, I think you could get – they were quite good prizes. I, I think they went from sort of 1,500 up to 15,000. Wow! In in the chests, but then because they were they were quite frequent, they were every ten fifteen minutes or so, so it was quite often in riot mode as well. Um, and then there was also some hundred up X spark prizes in that. So you get a chest with a hundred UPX, and then you get spark at the end of it. And so the the challenge leaderboard was the most treasures claimed, and that included limited and exclusive. Oh wow! So there were some pretty pretty tight competition, and there was like a group of players who you could see just every three hours, kind of as a as a group going up and up the leaderboard. And I don't think any of them slept for however long it was. It was like the whole weekend, Friday through to Sunday or something. Um, so, you know, it was uh, quite a, quite an intense competition. But what they, what they said was the top 100, and it was in two tiers, it was directors and executives and then uplanders and pros, they said the top 100 of each tier would get a block explorer, which doesn't seem to have happened. Some people have had it in their account and others haven't. Um, so yeah. there's, there's plenty of plenty of comments in the feedback in Discord, but I, I don't think we've seen a, a response yet. Maybe maybe that'll be resolved. Maybe they've meant the top 100 across both tiers, but I don't think that's right because in the in the images they showed two different ones. I think there's like a red and a blue Olympic torch. Yeah. So I have a, I don't I guess I bought this and I don't remember. I got one of the badminton ones. Yeah, I guess I did buy that. Yeah, that was in the store sale. You had to buy uh, ten thousand UPX or yep. or something of that ilk. Which uh, I guess I didn't know this because I had a, a user reach out to me in DM and asked if it were possible to. So that special web store that they had, um, this one in particular, the question was: Could you use? Could you buy with crypto? Which you can only do on a desktop. Uh, it's, it's not available in the app, but if you're on mobile, you can go into a browser, pull up play.upland.me, and then navigate it that way. But the answer was no on the crypto. But what I did find out is that you can use your fiat out balance if you have one um, in that web store. So that was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that, that might have changed. 
I have a feeling you couldn't do that to begin right. with. Yeah. Certainly on like the terminal sales, people were wanting to do that and they, they yeah. couldn't. So that's interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I have, I have played about a little bit with these store sales. I was, I think, um, might have been the sunglasses one, the Genesis week, 2021. I was, yeah. because there was, there was however many 300 or something. So I, I was trying to buy the last one to see if I'd get the last mint number of the shades. And from, from my experimentation, I think I found that they the asset numbers are, are not related to the order that you buy them in. So I don't think the first person to buy gets mint number one. Awesome. All right. Uh, we kind of talked about Cleveland, Chicago collections, but tell me, how did you do in Santa Clara? Uh, so I didn't have a huge amount of UPX ready. Um, I think I had about 500k, something like that. I bought one El Camino property and then I had no money left. That was. I probably so, spent even less than that, to be honest with you. I wasn't there for the release. I was busy and mm. I just got my three lonely properties right next to each other. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't work out too badly because the collections, the the neighborhood collections didn't sell out straight away. So and I, I was working with a couple of FSA players as well. So I did manage to pick up the three neighborhood collections following that. I think I sold the El Camino for two 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 times markup, something like that. Oh wow. So it, you know, that was like a five hundred dollar profit. Happy enough wow. with that. Wow, yeah. I think I might have seen that in the in the numbers one week. Yeah, but you know the, those those caminos and even the exclusive ones went really quickly. Uh, my partner M Violet was trying to get the the exclusive street, and it was just a case of following following somebody down and being slightly too slow to each one of them in. Right. It was. It was. I, I think uh, the laptop nearly went out the window. To be honest. But, <laughs> um, yeah. So speaking of new areas, there's two things that we definitely have to talk about. Um, yeah. and they're related here. So why do you think, and I'll, and I'll try to segue into it. Why do you think they pick <laughs> Santa Clara? Yeah. So one of the things that came up when Santa Clara first came on the map and everyone saw the ultra rare markers on the NVIDIA buildings and, and there was all of a sudden a bit of bit of chaos of wow new partner nvidia this is going to be amazing we then looking around a bit more there was the intel building there was a couple of other microprocessor manufacturers and then the ultra rare collection was actually the fabricator i, I there was i can't remember who it was a, a user called steve j i think who i was uh -huh. talking to and he he went through and he pulled for me he pulled all of the locked properties in the different neighborhoods that were less than 5,000 up squares. So I think above 5,000 up squares, the properties are deemed too big and they stay locked. So then we had this list of properties and we went through them all and we looked at, are they an ultra rare? Are they likely to be a landmark? Because that would be the other category under which they'd be locked. So the only, the only one we could find that wasn't too big and wasn't an ultra rare there was a museum that's quite near the train station. Mm -hmm. And then there was a building that's next to the 49ers stadium 
that looks to be some sort of like training ground, something of that kind of thing for the team. Maybe a maybe it's a club shop as well. So it's, say it's this right. again and let me scroll over there because I'm kind of in that area. So what am I? Okay. So do you, uh, what's what's the name of the stadium? Is it sold? It's uh, Levi's Stadium, I believe. Or uh, hold on. I, I don't remember exactly where it is on the map. This was a couple of weeks ago we were looking at. Looking so at it. I think this is it here. Yeah, yeah. So that building to your right. This one here? That one there. So I thought that shouldn't be locked. Right. And so my 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 initial thinking was you find you find the property that shouldn't be locked and it is locked and that's the biggest indicator you can get as to what the partner might be because obviously they said in the announcement that there's going to be a reason that they've chosen Santa Clara and that'll all become clear soon so that led me to say wow is it going to be is it going to be the NFL team or or the league as a whole and right. then and then this kind of ties into the the whole comments they made about 20 cities, like for a partner that needs you to release 20 cities across the country in the USA, sports seems the most plausible reason for doing that. Right. So since then, we've seen the partner website updated. So on the, on the upland.me forward slash partners, you used to have a page that had like blockchain heroes. It had EOS network. It had so on and so on. Um, yeah. So that page. So there's now a, a different partner website. Um, so if you go to the Upland Me website and go down to the bottom where you've got the sort of tree of all the different pages, and click that partner page. It takes you to a a sports a sports page called Soccer NFT Metaverse. Uh-huh. And you see this big big headline at the top of the NFT fun layer for soccer teams and soccer fans. And as you go through, it's got various things in it. It almost feels like a bit of a pitch page to sports teams as to why you should come and join Upland. But right. it's very much soccer themed. So it, it says next generation fan engagement, introducing NFT metaverse campaigns for your sport brand. And it's got before the game, imagine your fans traveling virtually throughout the metaverse by trains, planes and soon cars or even Hyperloop to the city of an upcoming game. Once arrived, fans are offered a variety of activities. And during the game, those fans that had early registration obtained the rights to access rare NFTs called Upland Legits. And so, and, and it goes on. So in Santa Clara, the San Jose Earthquakes Stadium is also quite nearby. It's not actually in the city. So if you go to where the train station is, and it's the train station is quite close to the border of the city. So that that sort of western border of the South 101 neighborhood, there's there's a there's an icon on for the smoking pig barbecue. And just to the left of that, there's a field and that field there is the 
stadium for the San Jose Earthquakes MLS team. Aha. So it, I can kind of see that maybe they've put the city next to it and then the plan was to just extend it slightly once they want to bring that in. Sure. But then, so yesterday, I, I guess this is going on a bit. Yeah, go for it. Um, but so, so yesterday, for some reason, we, I can't find it now. Uh, did they? Did, no, they, gone? They, they've got. They, they've gone. Yeah, yeah. So yesterday morning, sort of nine ten a.m. sort of time, there was neighborhood lines appeared in um new jersey area in the rutherford and east rutherford so they, they were tiny like there was two neighborhoods next to each other and it was like rutherford uh, and east rutherford yeah it was like half the size of manhattan maybe even smaller yeah it's tiny and so i'm for for the listeners who don't know um i was i was born and raised in new jersey uh south jersey's um i've definitely been up in this area uh but i didn't i didn't grow up around here but i can tell you that east rutherford is known for one thing and, and one thing only and that is the the meadowlands complex and which is now uh i believe the metlife stadium maybe our audience can can correct me if i'm wrong on that but i believe that's what the giant stadium is called now metlife and yeah. the fact that we have <laughs> Santa Clara, which is it was a weird city, right? And what what's Definitely. what's weird is that East Rutherford is also a weird city, and the one thing that they have in common, and it's a huge commonality, is they have NFL stadiums in them. There's the Giants play in East Rutherford, and the 49ers play in Santa Clara, and so I would be shocked if it wasn't related in some. Regard. So I'm not necessarily saying that it has to be the NFL. It's definitely the NFL um, because obviously we see the soccer page and we know that, you know, these stadiums house multiple sports teams. Um, I don't know. So I, and I did some, some research and maybe you can answer this, but who, who plays soccer in this area? So, yeah. So I had a look at that. The New York, has two MLS teams, I think. They've got the New York Red Bull team and the New York City FC. I think the New York City FC don't have their own stadium. They use one of the NFL teams or the baseball teams or something. And they're looking at building one in Brooklyn area. But the Red Bulls do play in New Jersey. And it's a bit further yeah, south. it's in Newark, it, I think. It, it's like uh, at the sort of... Where, where the river sort of does a little loop below, below that point. Yeah, and it looks like New York uh, FC plays at Yankee Stadium, which would be the Bronx. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they are looking at building their own stadium, but it's not in it's not near this area. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, very yeah. peculiar that... And it's going to make a lot a lot more sense, I guess, once we, once we know, like, duh, that's... What it was, maybe it was the NFL. It's the NFL. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Yeah, hyped. yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I, I, I kind of see this as maybe linking into the NFT portal. I, I wonder if once we get the NFT portal, that's needed in order for them to really right. put in place the mechanisms they're talking about on this partners page. 
Yeah, can you can you imagine how cool it would be to to be in Upland, uh, performing some action or or competing in some challenge or or something where you you win an NFT or you obtain an NFT, which you then use as ticket to entry into the real life stadium. Like that's got that's that would be the yeah, coolest, yeah. The, the coolest thing you know. Because top top shots have been stepping up that kind of real world utility as well. They they've started doing that kind of thing. Yes, we are. We, this is actually our first episode. For anybody joining late, this is my first episode with Jude Luger, who's filling in for B-Dag, who is on uh, vacation. And uh, we decided to just go all out for our first episode and stream it live to Twitch and YouTube. Um, I spent a, about an hour or so on the phone earlier this evening with uh, Too Stupid to Win. Uh, just catching up, man. We've been so busy with our, our lives that uh, we really haven't talked much. And uh, I asked him if he minded if we streamed it, and he gave me the all clear. So uh, here we are. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the, the uh, there's a couple of other things that have come in. I think there was the East Coast property development got hinted at. There was some maybe some confusion over numbers, but they've suggested if we hit a certain amount of spark between the user base, the East Coast property development will be made live. So that's going to be exciting for sure, which I believe that does include Chicago and Cleveland, right? Even though that would technically be Midwest, they're going to... So I, I saw that I think Nubex posted in general that x1 had confirmed that in the in the contributors network channel yeah i have i have i haven't seen the confirmation directly from the team i've only seen it yeah i mean hand. i don't see why they i mean if you're gonna add it just go ahead and add everything because then you would you know yeah. that would be all the cities at, at that point actually you know what i don't know the answer to this can you build in santa clara already or oakland you can build in Oakland. I don't think you can in Santa Clara. You cannot. Interesting. So they would have to add those couple. What about Baker? Oh, obviously Bakersfield. We know you can build there. Hmm. Our friends over at the Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Well, that's super exciting. I know that I will be stoked uh, to build some skyscrapers on my properties in Manhattan. Um, that's where I, I really went in. I, I wasn't early enough to be able to take advantage of uh, San Francisco, not nearly as much as uh, my friend Mix in the, uh, in the audience. He's got tons of mm -hmm. awesome properties, but Manhattan was, uh, was where I came in. It was maybe a week or two before they started minting and, uh, yeah, I went in pretty hard. That's, when did you start? I think you said January, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like really, really at the start of January. Sort of a, a new year. New year, new me. Let's go and play Upland. So, I, but I, I started as a as a up visitor Uplander. I think I, I deposited $50, something like this. So, I, I started off in San Francisco and I've pretty much kept to that kind of San Francisco is my home sort of philosophy. Yeah, that's excellent. where that's where the money gets reinvested. But I, I did get chance to go 
got to Manhattan a couple of times. I, th I think when I'd saved up a bit, I went and went and did a bit of collection speculation, following the guidance of the podcast, and as always, <laughs> did, did very well with my Tribeca in my Chinatown. Yeah, man, that's what's up. Yeah, Tribeca was just it was such a, a, a layup. I think. I mean, at least it's easier for me to say now in hindsight where it, it was it was right. But um, yeah, how fun was that? And it was just as fun with Chicago, in my opinion. Um, Cleveland, you know, I hate to rag on Cleveland, but they're, I, when you're not familiar with the the names, like everybody in the East Coast, like you, you've heard, at least heard the word Tribeca. And if you say Chinatown in Manhattan, like you just, you know that it's, you know, globally known. Cleveland. Never heard of these places. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, Cleveland is, uh, you know, but it didn't. It didn't stop us from speculating. I know that uh, B Dag did really well. He got, he hit it. He hit the uh, the nail on the head with this public square speculation, which was pretty awesome. I have a bunch in that I just picked up as. Uh, as like my fiat out props, I grab cheap mm. ones and then just list them for three bucks. But getting back to Manhattan and the East Coast and, and Brooklyn, I can't wait. I hope they give us some new 3D renderings to play with. Like we need skyscrapers, you know. We have to have <laughs> skyscrapers. Uh, you know what else happened today? And I don't know that we mentioned it. So they they have the. Uh, the special level up time frame, right? And that was today, I think. Uh, maybe 5 to 7 p.m. PST. Did, does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I misunderstood misunderstood that. So I interpreted it as we're going to get Spark rewards to pros and uplanders when they, when they level up. And I, I read the announcement as being when those users level up, they get the 20% bonus if they do it in this time frame. It seems like, as far as I can tell, it applies to everyone. So if you level up to director, if you level up to executive, you get that 20% bonus. So stu stupidly, I did my level up last week. Um, to what level? To executive. Oh, wow. So that missed myself 0.2 spark, but yeah. Can't really yeah. complain too much. That's I got a long way to go to get to chief executive. So that's not gonna benefit me. Oh, you know what? It's looking at my looking at my my numbers here. Shout out to TM. Did you see what TM did? He got to chief executive? He got to ten thousand properties. Oh wow. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even have a yeah. thousand and he has ten thousand. Nah. I I would I would hate to have that many. Could you but imagine like that kind? Of, what just, kind of property management does he have to deal yeah. with? Yeah. Which speaking of, I don't know that we've gotten. So I think somebody mentioned the filters working in one city, but I didn't verify that. Do you know anything about that? No. So uh, yeah, when I was listening the other week, you kind of brought this up on the podcast as a. This is a sneak preview. We've just been told about this is coming. It hadn't come into it. I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't used those property filters yet. I haven't 
yeah. come up to a I haven't come up to a point where it would be useful to do them in the asset wallet. Yeah, so they're I'm not I'm not seeing them anywhere. Oh yeah, there they are. So you have to yeah, you have to go down into your assets. And then yeah, there's a little filter. I could I should be sharing my screen so you guys can see this. So let's see. Let me start all over again. So we go to there and then we click on assets, ignore the 771 messages I have pending. <laughs> and then we click on the little filter icon. And now let's see what I have in. Uh, let's find a good one. Uh, height Ashbury. Do I have any height Ashbury? Did that stick? Or do I have to click search? How does this work? Ah, there it is. Apply. All right. So cool. So then that filters out and then it's got the little red badge there letting me know that I have properties in Lone Mountain, which is one of my favorite neighborhoods. This church is super cool. Let me just brag and show this off really quick. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty nice, enormous church. I should have entered this into yeah. the uh, um, 3D rendering challenge that they had. But uh, I was just too busy with other things. Did you enter into that? No, it's beyond my talents is 3D rendering. Yeah, it's a bit beyond my skill set. All right, man. So what else What else do we have? What do we have in the week coming up? You know, I heard a rumor that uh, our Block Explorer shops should be coming soon. So those of the listeners in the, the business beta, I, I know that we've, uh, we haven't had much news and we've been like very critical of that. And uh, I think on both sides, I think there's, you can see, um, you know, I, I don't fault Upland for being like overwhelmed with business. I think it's fantastic. I'm understanding of that. Um, and I'm super excited to like be on the edge of my seat to know that that should be coming in. Oh, I don't know maybe a couple of months, <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, I think there were a, an original, maybe 10 uh, block explorer shop owners in the, in the business beta. And then they have the decor shops, which is um, like uh, park benches and fountains and 3d objects to put on your actual property to decorate it and make it look nice. And uh, those will be coming shortly after they debut the block explorers. But all of these block explorers that we've been collecting over the year now, because I think mm. it's been about a year since I've been in Upland. I could probably check that. I mean, they, they definitely go back to like Halloween 2019. Yeah. I'm on 2019 Halloween. Yeah. 2020. Yep. 
Yeah, so the, the thing about the assets, though, is when, so a lot of those are a lot older than they actually say, I can share my screen again. So if you go in here and look, and I don't know how this is going to play out when it comes time to sell these, right? But like, for example, mm -hmm. you like you said, the Halloween one, right? And so if we go look at my Halloween, it says the mint date was uh, June 4th, one. And yeah. that is neither, actually, maybe that might be April. I, I always get confused because I don't know how they render this, if this is in European or America. But now that I think about it, June 4th was not further enough back. So it must have been April 6th that we got this. And it just wasn't, you know, that's not a Halloween 2020. And that's when yeah. we got it. Yeah. So it's when they were minted, which kind of kind of stinks because I would have liked to seen when I when I actually received it in my inventory, but that doesn't make it any less special. And uh, this is the only cool mint that I have. Do you have any any closer mints or split mints or, or I've, I've mints? got a so I've got a couple of split mints, but they are on even numbers. Mm. I think no, or is it on odd numbers? Yeah, so I think I've got like a out of 25 and I've got number 13 and it calls it a split mint. Gotcha. Yeah, I only have this one closer mint. What about you uh, guys in the audience? What's the coolest Block Explorer number or mint that our audience has? Go ahead and post it up in the comments and we'll show it on the screen. Oh, Poison's got a splitter mint turtle. That's going to be hard to beat, isn't it? Ooh, yeah. That's pretty cool. All right, man. Uh, where's the timer? We're closing in on an hour. Um, what else do you have for the audience before we let them go? Oh, I mean, yeah, we've just talked about what's happened in the last week, haven't we? And we've we've filled an hour. I I don't I don't know. Have you seen anything else that's coming up in the coming week? I I'm, you know what I would know. I'm a little bit off my game just because. Uh, um, this was a little impromptu. There's no, there's no excuse. Like normally I would have run numbers and we would have talked data, but I figured that you and I would have a lot to talk about as our uh, first episode together. And so let me see the most recent stuff they posted in the announcements was, uh, all right, well, the in-app challenges, we talked about that. Uh, the thrifty trader winners. Did we talk about this? I don't think we did. No. So yeah, th this is the one where it was a bit of a, a mixed mixed criteria for how they would choose the winners but there wasn't much of an indication as to the weighting of the different categories so it was based on markups that you sell at the number you sell at the number of unique buyers that you sell to and so sure. on so i i kind of think i like that i i it, it struck me that maybe maybe some of the upland contributors network had a bit of feedback for them here because I guess this is a derivation of the whoever sells the most and whoever buys the most in just UPEX value. And we had issues with groups of players who were selling back and forth to each other and so on and so on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I kind of see this as an attempt to do that kind of challenge, but do it better. Right. Yeah, they definitely uh, disqualified, 
disqualified some players for uh, suspicious activity, which is exactly mm-hmm. what you just said. Um, you know, not competing in the spirit of the game, selling yeah. back and forth between, uh, you know, you and your partner, or you know, even worse, you and yourself. Uh, it's going to yeah. be spotted, and they're going to get that out of there. So, you know, for, for my, I, I considered trying that thrifty trader event, but I was a bit worried that I'd misjudge which bit was important without without seeing the detail behind it. And I can see why they haven't released the detail, because it means that people can't try and game the contest as easily. Um, but for, for me, it put me off a little bit competing. I, you know, I, I could sell one property for a huge markup, but does that matter? Right, right. Don't know. So I, I think uh, hopefully we get a, a little bit more information the next time they do something like that as to exactly what is happening. Yeah, man. All right. Well, you Luger, thank you so much for filling in. Uh, we're going to have you back at some point. We'll uh, do another well, don't, episode. Don't... Don't do it too often because it's very early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Dude, thank <laughs> you so not, much for getting up. It's not gonna not gonna be a weekly thing. This is getting up at this time, yeah, but uh, hope hopefully you get regular service back soon with B Dag. Right, B Dag should. Well, I mean, he's already back. It's funny. I saw him in in a Discord server, and I was like, "Yo, like, what are you doing?" I thought you were on vacation uh, still. I'm like, I already replaced you, man. I said, uh, <laughs> "You Luger and I are going on in 20 minutes," but um. That means he'll be back on Sunday, and we're going to have to come up with something uh, unique for that episode since you and I just covered all of this. But you know what? If maybe if we see East Rutherford on the map again, like that's that's what I love about having BDAG as my co-host is I can just, you know, when you talk about being a property expert, like he's one of the best that there is as far as, you know, like explaining all of the details of the in real life, you know, population, the property, the landscape, all of that. So maybe mm. that's what we'll do. We'll have a uh, East Rutherford speculation and hear some news about uh, what we can expect from property costs and all of that. So awesome. All right. Well, uh, my audience, thank you so much for joining us. And we're out of here. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm screwed for ducking in Opix. Over to moving and shocking, I'm screwed for ducking in Opix.